Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's going to be more traffic accidents, and then the law is being broken. Uh, now... People are going to be found at fault now uh, for this. Is, is, is this kind of how this going to work? Even even if um, the other vehicle, uh, you know, ran the red light, you know. So how how is that going to work now? Because because this but, is going to really complicate uh, the situation a little bit more. You're 100 percent right, and uh, Virginia is among a minority of states. There's very few states. I think only two others that still have this. We have what's right. called contributory negligence. So that you look at what happened between the two parties. And let's say that the one person is almost all at fault, but mm-hmm. the other person, the person who got injured, has even 1% or even less, they are contributorily negligent. That means their negligence was part of and contributed to the accident. And they, in, in Virginia, that's a 100% bar to recovery. Mm. You don't get a result. You can't get a... Hello, good people out there in podcast world, cyber world. Uh, we're back again for a wonderful episode. This is Marcus Hart on the Transform You Live show, the only show where we can make real life and business transformation. And we got someone who I was on the other side about uh, talking, uh, just great stuff that I was already telling him that like I'm excited to talk talk with him and, and just pry into his knowledge and his expertise and all of the things that we are curious about with this crazy uh, culture and world that we in, you know, accidents, <laughs> getting hurt on a job, uh, especially with the way this so-called quote unquote new normal has been over the, the, the past couple of years and with things coming up in modern, in the modern world. So I have Chris here, Chris Boober, you know, uh, is uh, with me, um, uh, Esquire. So how's it going, Chris? Everything's good, Marcus. Thanks for having me. It's nice to be here. Yeah, it's, it's good to have you. You're right out of Virginia. So uh, there's been so many new things rolling out. Um, in particularly, you know, is there anything that stick out that's, you know, far as law that we should know uh, about in Virginia? Well, one big thing that, that affects my practice is that we no longer are able to hold our cell phones in our cars. So that's a, that's a big law that just came yeah. in recently and so we are required by law you will get pulled over now uh if you have your cell phone in your hands we are required to go uh hands-free so you've got to get something somewhere to mount your phone and you've got to get a system where you either use a speaker or it hooks up through bluetooth to your stereo Uh, so in terms of traffic and accidents that's one of the biggest ones uh the other thing that that's been going on here in virginia is we're we're in the process of legalizing marijuana for oh, medicinal use and yeah. for, for personal use. So that's another big legal transformation that has been taking a long time that I really never thought we would see in, in Virginia, but it's here. Yeah, so much pro- progressive things going on. And that other thing is you, you would think that like so many people would already be hooking their stuff up to Bluetooth 
but as you know, there's still a lot of older cars rolling, rolling around the streets and, and so many people are just so accustomed to like just holding that phone. Uh, they, they can't, they, Look, it's it, like they glued to their faces. <laughs> no question. It, it took me a while. I finally had to order a, a little stand to put it in so that I would get it out of my hand. I was just in the habit of picking it up. You know, somebody calls and it, it's got to be out of your hand. And if, if not, you're going to get pulled over and that's, that's an underlying traffic offense. And then of course, if you yeah. get pulled over, then they're going to start looking at whatever else you might be up to, whether you got a suspended license or whether you have something in the car that you shouldn't, or you've got an outstanding warrant. So if you want to stay clear, you need to make sure you're, you're not holding your cell phone in your hand. Indeed. I, I definitely want to circle back to both of those uh, because uh, we're going to switch gears just a bit here. Cause like, you know, what we're going to go into, you know, definitely, you know, ties in to, to, to both of those things um particularly like you know how long have you been in law and like and what are the specific areas that you serve in well right now I, and for the past 15 years or so i've been doing personal injury and workers compensation and so personal injury is mostly car accidents or what we call premises liability or slip and yeah. fall where a person is injured in, in a store or in, in a commercial location and then workers comp of course is when you've been injured in the course of your employment. And that has to be handled within the workers' compensation system. That's not like a normal trial. You can't go to regular court. There's yeah. a whole separate court system for workers' compensation. So that's been my focus. I've been uh, in the Richmond area since the fourth grade. And I graduated law school in 1994 and have been practicing ever since here in Richmond. Hey, that's, an, that's awesome. So there's, there's like, there's like, uh, you know, those, those are particular some some unusual areas that like you know especially the workers comp uh that you know did they they do come come underneath the radar quite a bit you, you know they're they're not like glamorized out in the news you know you're not going to get like no big news story uh, about like you know some somebody really being upset about workers comp uh but but, <laughs> they, but unless you get hurt and that's yeah, the thing Every, everybody yeah. comes in and they they can't believe what the laws are and they can't believe how Difficult yeah. to, bring, to bring a case and they're surprised that uh, the compensation is not higher. But, you, you know, I think you hit the nail on the head. Nobody cares about it until they're affected by it. So so what what exactly got you, you know, into to, to like this particular, you know, uh, field and like what 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 made you kind of spark your attention? Like, hey, this is what I want to do to like kind of give back to people. Well, that it's it's interesting that you said give back to people because Throughout my practice, I've always represented individuals. I didn't go to law school because I wanted to represent corporations or businesses or, or just handle paperwork or something. I wanted to be in the courtroom. I wanted to do trials. So I started out doing criminal work and I learned my way around the courtroom and I, I had murder trials and drug trials and assault trials and all sorts of trials throughout the, the federal courts and the state courts in Virginia. And then I realized that, you know, there's a lot of emotions and a lot of difficulty in criminal law that mm. I would be able to get around if instead I was working to help people who have been injured work through their problems and get compensated for their injuries. So that's why I started focusing on workers' comp and uh, personal injury. And I still do some criminal occasionally when a, a, a past client calls me when they've got a traffic problem or something relatively minor, I'll help them out. Oh, but it's really a, a personal injury and workers' comp practice right now. Well, that's 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 cool because like when they when someone hire you, they know that like, hey, you know, I can always double back and you know ask them about this traffic ticket too. So that's well, that, that's exactly right. Whenever somebody calls me, I tell them, look, I've been here in Richmond long enough 
that I know most of the lawyers here. So if you've got a legal issue, call me, send me a text. And if I can't help you, I'll find somebody who can help you because I can, I can get you a referral. I can help steer you to the right person who's going to help you for a copyright issue or a business issue or, or something that I don't do. But I always want to hear from, from folks. And, and sometimes when they call and they, they've got a traffic case and it's not that far from my house, I just help them out with that too. You're right. Well, there's a, there's a dirty little secret, you know, about like law, you know, and lawyers, you know, um, that, you know, most people, you know, just really don't, don't know. It, it doesn't really get talked about that much is that like, you know, if you don't really have a lawyer that's really connected with like other lawyers and, and, and really, you know, uh, take the time out to like, you know, network with like, even with the district attorneys, um, you probably shouldn't really consider hiring that person. You know, I, I couldn't, I came to find that out, like after having some, some running with the law a couple of times, I'm like, you know, maybe I should like, you know, hire an attorney that kind of cool with the, the district attorneys. Well, everybody's got their own approach, but it, it yeah. definitely helps to, to know your courtroom, to know the judge, to, yeah. to, to kind of feel them out. You know, you, you wouldn't go into a, a, a professional sports game, you know, they're, they're going to, they're going to scout the other team. So, you know, yeah. when you have somebody who's assigned to a case, whether it's a, a lawyer from an insurance company who I haven't dealt with before. I call other friends. I call people I know, but mm-hmm. most of the time I already know them. And that helps because right. when you've been in the same place and you've been doing it long enough and you, you hear the same 10 or 15 names, there are guys that you've dealt with before. You have credibility with those people, guys yeah. and, and women. And when you tell them something, they believe it because when you've told them that in the past, it's come true and they can rely on your word. And I think that does that's the way that you can use your networking and your connections and your past experience to your advantage in the future. Because when I call somebody I've had a trial with, they know what it's like to have a trial with me. They know that I know what, what I'm doing and they know that I can get good results. So when I then make a demand for a certain amount, because I think the case is worth that, it carries more weight than it would for somebody they've never had a case with. Indeed. Oh, that's beautiful. Like, uh, that, you know, that, that makes me smile. That, that gives me confirmation. That lets me know that like, I'm, I'm on the right track when I'm talking with attorneys. Uh, now, now doubling back on that and like, and kind of like piling on to what you said, uh, like when people are trying to really go on, going after the big settlements uh, with, with, with some of these, these cases, especially with like the personal injuries, um, and, and what I, what I didn't really realize is that like, there's, there's serious, serious injuries, uh, and then there's other, uh, other there's levels to this, <laughs> in other right. words, there's you levels to questions. this and you, you can only get so much in a settlement. Uh, so in having that connection, it, uh, it, does that really factor into that too? Uh, and how much you can settle out, uh, you know, it, it, how does that really work? Well, the, the way that the, the settlement is determined is, is first off you look at the amount of medical care that the person got mm-hmm. and what the diagnoses were. Because okay. if, if, if you trip it on the sidewalk and all you have is a cut on your toe or your ankle is sore for a day, mm-hmm. obviously that's not going to be worth as much as if you're hit by a tractor trailer and you lose your leg. So it all starts with what are the diagnoses, what actually happened to the person, and then yeah. what they look at because there's really no, no other way to quantify uh, the amount of treatment is, is what were the amount of the bills? What did the medical expenses cost? You know, if you only went to the emergency room and you have a $3,500 visit there, then they're going to say, okay, that's, that's less serious. But if you went in and you had a CT scan and they thought that you had a brain hemorrhage and you were 
you were held for a couple of days and you walk out with a much larger bill that then ends up in a lot of treatment in the future, that bill is going to be a good measure of how much, what kind of injuries that you had, what kind of treatment was required. And then once you get beyond the billing, the next big thing is how does it affect you in the future? Mm. Obviously, if you completely recover, there's going to be less value to the case and, and you're going to be happy about that because you don't want to be injured, obviously. But if you have a lingering permanent issue, that's where the, the higher values come in in terms of verdicts and settlements. Okay. So with, with this new law that Virginia just passed uh, and, you know, Virginia is not the only one. There's, there's there, you know, we're going to see this being mirrored across the whole uh, entire nation. So when, when accidents occur, it's particularly, you know, these traffic, it's going to be more traffic accidents and, and then the law is being broken. Uh, now people are going to be found at fault now uh, for this. Is, is this kind of how this going to work? Even, even if um, the other vehicle, uh, you know, ran the red light, you know, so how, how is that going to work now? Cause, because this but, is going to really complicate uh, the situation a little bit more. You're 100% right. And uh, Virginia is among a minority of states. There's very few states, I think only two others that still have this. We have what's right. called contributory negligence. So right. that you look at what happened between the two parties. And let's say that the one person is almost all at fault, but mm -hmm. the other person, the person who got injured has even 1% or even less, they are contributorily negligent. That means they're negligent was part of and contributed to the accident. And they can, in, in Virginia, that's a 100% bar to recovery. Mm. You don't get a result. You can't get a settlement and you won't get a jury verdict. Now, more other states have gone to what's called comparative negligence. Yeah. So the, the jury would say this person was 60% at fault, this person was 40% at fault, and they would increase or reduce the amount of the verdict accordingly. But I, I think you're 100% right. I think defense attorneys for these insurance companies are going to start saying, if you didn't have your phone in hands-free mode, that's, that is a, a per se violation of the code at this point. And they may start bringing that up as a contributory negligence defense. And, and we'll have to see whether they bring that up and how successful that would be. Yeah. Now that's very enlightening. Uh, now, a lot of times people think that like the insurance companies are like trying to be jerks on purpose. Now, is that very true <laughs> in every case? <laughs> well, jerks on purpose is probably, you know, that's, that depends on your point of view, where you're coming from. But I have said to many clients, uh, it seems like almost every single client, the first time I meet them, mm -hmm. uh, that if the insurance companies would take better care of people, I wouldn't have a job. If right. they would just say, okay, here's, here's a rental car. Here's where we're going to get your car fixed your car or, or your car's total and we're going to get you just as good a car. Don't worry about it. Send me all your medical bills and we'll make sure they get paid. And then if you're losing wages, let me know about your lost wages. If they would just take care of all these things right off the bat, I, I, I don't think I would have a job, but unfortunately the insurance companies are in the business of taking in premiums and paying out as little as possible. So they, and they don't have a duty to tell you the truth. They don't have a duty to explain the law to you correctly. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, they're the first person who has the information for the person who's hurt. So often right after the accident, the phone starts ringing and it's the insurance adjuster and the insurance adjuster saying, you got to do this and you got to do that. You got to do this. And I'm not going to do this. And you're not <laughs> going to get paid for this. Yeah. And you know, I, I think there's a point of view where you'd say, yeah, 
that's being a jerk on purpose uh, when you right. know you should be doing better than that. So, so is it recommended to just let, just, you know, let you like, you know, talk to them like right off the back, like, Hey, you know, I'm not saying anything, you know, like, I, I'm going to give you a little bit of information after that. Like you can talk to my lawyer. That is, that's a great point. And mm. when I was a criminal defense lawyer, I always told people, you're not going to get oh, yeah. anything good from talking to the police. <laughs> no. I don't care what the police officer promises you. Don't talk to the police. Good. Now I say, don't talk to the insurance company <laughs> because the, the, the bottom line from my experience is the next day mm. is when it hurts the most. The next day yeah. is when my clients are the most miserable because right. you don't have all that adrenaline in you anymore and your body's starting to stiffen up. And then the, the insurance company calls you and they want to take a recorded statement. Mm -hmm. And so you may be on narcotics, you're trying to deal with the pain, you're trying to deal with all this worry and anxiety, and they want to they want to take a statement from you. And it's not just a statement. They're trained to use leading questions. So wow. they're going to say, they're, they're not going to say, hey, how did it happen? They're going to say, well, it happened like this, didn't it? Yeah. And you ran the red light, didn't you? And the other guy was going 45, wasn't he? And you were going 75. <laughs> and so no good is ever going to come of that. And the problem is the adjusters say, we're not going to pay your claim unless you give us a recorded statement. So it, it, sometimes I've had people come in and I, I can't say I've ever had a recorded statement that completely tanked the case, but it makes it more difficult and we have to explain around it. And it's, it, there's no good that can come of it. You are 100% right. Man. Call me. And the first thing I say to them is yeah. give me the name and number of that person. If they ever call you again, you give them my name and number and I'm going to send them a letter and you'll never hear from them again. Cause I always tell people, you let me handle the insurance company so that you can worry about and focus on getting better. Lucky land casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha. In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. Boy, Chris, I need one of those sports horns for the, for that gym. <laughs> Man, Thank you. that's million dollar advice right there. <laughs> so, we'll add that in post. Yeah, we got to. Uh, yeah, because like you, you, you're so right, and you you would think there that there'd be some type of law for, for to prevent you know those adjusters from doing that. You know, because like they can be very manipulative and you know and take advantage of you when you're that vulnerable too. And they know that you don't know what, you know, what, what's really going on here. You know, you, you, you probably pissed off about your car, you know, you, of course, yeah. you, and you're hurting you're and hurt. you're upset right. and you're worried about what the future is going to hold. You're exactly. hoping that you're going to be able to keep your job. Mm -hmm. You're worried about, you know, getting the kids got a paycheck coming. Work. <laughs> yeah. And, you, and kids you at school, do, you know, so yeah. Man, yes. And you can't do the stuff that you normally do for the kids because you're right. hurt. 
And you know, I haven't heard about this in a while, but there was one adjuster here in Richmond who would show up at the house with the checkbook. Wow. And if you sign that piece of paper the next day, they'll give you something for every case. If you call yeah. them up, they'll settle your case for 25 yeah, bucks. Yeah, I, I have seen Because they just want to be rid of you. Yeah, yeah, I have seen them like literally like give out, you know, checks like these candy for like, you know, for, for a little bit of nothing, you know. Um, and the and, problem is if you yeah. if a problem comes up three months later, you signed a piece of paper for taking that mm -hmm. check that says, I am never going to sue again. This is 100% exhausting my case. Right. I'm done in return for this amount of money. And then you're just stuck. Yeah. Uh, so, so like, you know, so doubling back here and switching, switching gears a little bit again here. So with uh workers comp here, you know, uh, something, something that like probably a, a lot of, of the audience out there uh, that is really kind of confused on, you know, um, and, you know, is it, really Zoom, you know, like people working from home now. So like, so what happens with that now? So like, <laughs> your guess might be as good as mine i you know I, so I that's know. It, that's a weird yeah. thing so what if what what if you're working from home and you get you get hurt and, at home and your home is now your workplace yeah your home but is the, not your workplace i i think that what's going to happen is you're going to have to go with your homeowner's insurance mm. because in, in virginia a worker's compensation claim is typically a sudden mechanical or structural image injury that is arising out of and in the course of your employment. So if you fall down the stairs, you're technically at work in your house, but yeah. I, I don't think we've seen any of those claims brought yet in Virginia. And I don't think the insurance companies are going to voluntarily pay them. And I'm oh, not yeah. sure they're going to be covered. So if you're working from home, you need to make sure you've got renter's insurance or some sort of homeowner's insurance that's going to cover something like that. that is, that's an excellent question and great insight. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure we're going to start seeing these things pop up and it's going to be I some wise right. guys that's really going to try to really going to try to push the envelope with it and say like, I, no, I, I'm on work hours. I'm not I'm not um, taking this out of my renters insurance or homeowners. I think you're right. And, and, you know, the other thing that you asked me earlier about the change in the law is with the legalization of marijuana here, mm -hmm. almost every single workers compensation case, the first thing they do they either send you to the hospital and they make sure they take a drug test mm. or they send you to a patient first and they take a drug test. And so if you fail that drug test, they, in almost every case, they say, we're not paying you. That's, that's our excuse to defend this case. You had drugs in your system. And now it's legal to have drugs in your system. Yeah. And, uh, but a lot of people just stop there. They, they get a call from the workers comp adjuster and the adjuster says, look, you, you had drugs in your system and we're denying your claim. But what they don't realize and what the adjuster doesn't have to explain to you is they have to prove that you were intoxicated at the time and that it played a role in the accident that caused your injury. And almost every case I've ever had this come up, all you have to do is get the coworkers or the supervisor and the supervisor isn't gonna say, yeah, I knew he was high and I let him work anyway in this dangerous area. So if you, you can almost always defeat that claim but I think that claim is going to come up more often now as people more than likely start using marijuana more often because it's now legal. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be a real tricky one. Oh, man. So it is. And so you, you need to get to somebody early who can make sure you've got those witnesses locked down. Do you think that's one of the like the, the opposing factors, you know, uh, for a, a lot of the, the you know the naysayers who didn't want you know recreational uh, use being passed 
I think you're right. I think that, you know, there's always the worry that, that that's been there since the beginning of time, that it's a gateway drug, that it leads to other things. But I think right. the science has shown that that's not true, that there are people who are right. recreational marijuana users the same way there are people who have, have a glass of wine or have some beer or have, have some whiskey at the end of the day. So, but I, I think you're right that there is a worry. You know, if I, if I operated a factory or I was a workers' comp insurer, sure, I'd be worried that there's going to be people using this more often, but you have to rely on your employees. No good supervisor is going to see a guy who's clearly high and clearly slow and allow him to endanger his life and other people's life, even if he was stupid enough to show up to work. If you show up to work drunk or high, you're getting sent home. You're not going to yeah. be allowed to work in a dangerous job. You're just not going to. No, and you know, and if they, if it's happening, you know, they they're probably just desperate because I mean, I can see how how it might happen nowadays because like there's been a lot of people very slow to go go back to work nowadays. That's true. Uh, you know, and the the work uh, force, the work labor force, uh, is very very low right now. You're uh, right. So so people might just like, oh, we gonna have to just pass for the day and let them <laughs> let them stay here. I think you're right. Uh, you, you you could be right, and and if that's the case, that person's not going to be able to get benefits. But uh, as long as you can have somebody who is a witness, who is a coworker or a supervisor, to say that you are not under the influence at the time of that accident, you're going to win. But the insurance company is not going to tell you that. Right. So has there ever been a situation that you dealt with where uh, there, there might have been a, uh, a company that like might have lapsed on their, 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 you know, making their payments for worker, workers' comp insurance and, and then the, the inevitable happened where, you know, there was nothing there to pay. So what I, I've got one. I've got one right now. I mean, it oh. shows that you you've done your preparation and hit on some some good topics. So what we have in Virginia is it's, it happens often enough that Virginia doesn't want to leave people uncovered uh, without any recourse. So we have what's right. called the uninsured employers fund and the government pays for it. And then okay. whatever benefits they pay out, they go back on the employer. But I, I'm representing a young man now who got burned at work by, by a hot liquid and his employer has been calling him directly, the owner of the restaurant, calling him and saying, oh, send me your medical bills, let me pay you. And you, it doesn't work that way because mm. one of the most important things about workers' compensation is you get lifetime medical benefits. So if you settle your case with your boss by him paying you under the table and maybe paying your medical bills, you're, you're getting out of that situation without getting the main benefit that you need, which is lifetime medical benefits for anything that relates back to that injury. So you, you're right. It happens too often, but luckily we have a system in place in Virginia where the, the person still is going to be covered and that the state of Virginia will go after the employer who didn't have the proper uh, insurance that they should have had. Oh yeah. So, so is that like uh so, you know, I kind of starting to forget what I'm having a brain fart here. That's okay. Uh, but while I'm having that brain fart, I, <laughs> I will just bring up that I do know here in the state of Wisconsin uh, that they do impose uh, penalties uh, for uh, non-coverage of um, uh, workers' comp. So uh, you, that, uh, you're right. There, not only is there that system, but you're right. From the employer standpoint, right. they will be there will be uh, financial penalties for them. And I think in the future, they probably have to pay higher insurance rates for making yeah. that mistake. So it's, it, yeah. it's important for anyone who's covered by the workers' compact. Those employers need to be sure they have insurance for the sake of their employees. Their employees deserve to know they have that peace of mind. 
Yeah. So in other words, here, here's, here, here's where I was going to go with this. So in other words, <laughs> uh, the, the taxpayers in Virginia are sort of putting in a pot, uh, putting this pot together and, and uh, for, for the, for this, uh, the negligence of uh, some of these businesses, in other words. You, you're right. They, they are. And, and that's part of this, the reason we, we have a separate system. So you, unlike having to go to court in, in the regular courthouse, it's a completely separate system called the Virginia Workers' Compensation System. So you, you go there and the hearings are different. The rules are different. And, it, and in fact, unlike in a regular court, even if you're at fault, you can get covered for, for workers' compensation. So mm -hmm. as long as you weren't ignoring a known safety rule, you will have coverage. Now, the, the, the other part of it is, the trade-off there is, you don't get to go in and ask for damages. You only get mm -hmm. to get lost wages and medical bills. You don't get pain. You don't get pain and suffering. You don't right. get uh, lost time and inconvenience like you would in a civil case. But even if you are negligent, as long as you are doing your job properly, you still get covered in the workers' compensation system. And in terms of the state paying through this uninsured fund, they do whatever they pay out, they go after the employers and make them repay it. So they're really just kind of fronting the money for the employers so that for the benefit of the workers. Okay. Yeah, final question here. And you know, this this is a this is a one I'm throwing a Hail Mary on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, you know, so here's my Aaron Rodgers for you. <laughs> so, okay. I don't know if that's a good reference nowadays, but <laughs> uh, he, he's pretty darn good. <laughs> yeah, he's a good, he's a good, he's a good quarterback. Uh so now self-employed uh individuals who who are specifically contractors uh, there's a there's a lot of uh, construction workers um who who will uh, elect to get uh, workers comp and uh, sometimes they'll have trouble you know trying to recoup uh, payments when they get hurt on the job uh, from their own insurance company have you ever had to assist uh, any of those individuals I have it because in Virginia, we only require workers' compensation insurance if you have three or more employees. Okay. okay. So, so typically, the, the, the self-employed guys, they have to have their own uh, kind of liability insurance for their company. Right. And unfortunately, a lot of them don't. But yeah. when, you, when those guys look at it, there's a, there's a question. If they are considered, let's say that they're, they're a sub working under a general. Right. If they, if you can prove that they weren't really a subcontractor, but they were really an employee, they can get covered yeah. under the workers' comp insurance of the general. That's the what test, I'm. That, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, there you go. And the test is whether they were independent. You right. know, you, you're a subcontractor. If I say that building over there needs to be built, mm -hmm. and and you just get it built on your timetable, but if I stand there every single day and say, okay, put up this beam set the cement this way, do it this way. If I have that level of control over you, even if I call you a subcontractor, you're really an employee. So it, it, people shouldn't just give up if there's a possibility that they could be considered an employee instead of a subcontractor. They may still be covered by workers' comp in Virginia. Okay, yeah, because I, I have seen those situations here in Wisconsin because uh, we, we, we got a lot of building going on where, you know, the, the little guys, they, they go uh, do these jobs underneath the, the big corporations uh, that, they, you know, that's getting the contracts. And, and then they, they'll turn around and say, well, okay, we need to get workers' comp, uh, but, you know, you're not going to get workers' comp, you know, from us. You're just going to get workers' comp and you pay it. You're going to pay it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, but the, the interesting flip side to that yeah. too, now that you, you put it that way is 
if it's not covered by workers' comp, you may be able to bring a personal injury case. So mm -hmm. it may be a more valuable case. So okay. either way, don't give up. Don't just say, well, I'm not going to call a lawyer. The insurance company said that it doesn't apply and I'm never going to recover. Talk to somebody other than the adjuster, other than your boss. Talk to a lawyer. Call me. Let, let me give you the, the benefit of my experience. Let me talk you through so we can go through all the facts before you decide that there's really nothing you could do about it. See, y'all, Chris is the man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you well, very much. I'd hey, say Chris, you're the man. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Hey, well, Chris, you know, what you do us a favor and, you know, just tell us, you know, how we can get in touch with you if, you know, if we, you know, want to retain you, uh, if we just want to uh, chat with you and, you know, consult, you know, um, get some, uh, some consulting uh, or what have you, you know. Sure. I'd be happy to. My, I'm going to spell out my last name. It's a little, a little bit hard to get. It's Boo, B-O-O-B-E-R-G. So the law firm name is Booberg Law. You can find us at BooBergLaw.com. We're on Twitter at Booberg Law. We're on Facebook at Booberg Law. On Instagram, it's Booberg underscore law. Uh, they can call anytime, 804-440-4000, or email me, Chris, at BooBergLaw.com. And as soon as I get their information, they'll talk to me. They don't talk to an investigator. They don't talk to a, a third-party screener to make sure they're worth talking to. When people call, when they want my help, they talk to me. I take the time. Even if I can't help them, I'm going to give them the benefit of my, my experience and, and my knowledge and try to steer them in the right direction. And what I always tell people is don't hesitate to call and don't call because you think you don't have a case. I'd still like yeah. to meet you. I'd still like to make a contact with you. I'd still like to be there for you, maybe even in the future. So don't hesitate to call a lawyer. That's why we give free consultations. Yeah. That's why you can call and, and I'll give you my time. We could talk, we can meet each other, get to know each other. Hopefully I can help you. But if I can't, maybe I can help you in the future and we'll already have that contact set up. I can't agree with you more. It's, it's best to already have a lawyer that you already know uh, in that phone book, in that contact uh, list um so you can just go right to that number right away i i hate you at the last minute like okay who do i call who do i call that that's just horrible no we, and, we gotta, and when you don't have somebody yeah. it ends up in delay because you think well i don't know anybody to call so i'm not gonna call and then yeah. two weeks go by and two three three weeks go by and four mm -hmm. weeks and two months and you haven't done anything and then you call Whereas yeah. if you had called me two months before, we might have been able to do some, some different things or we might be able to approach the situation a little differently to make it better. So don't hesitate to call. That's what free consultation means free consultation. It means yeah. we're here to consult with you. Give me a call. Let's talk about your situation and see if I can help you. You see, you guys, that's why you got to hook up with Chris. <laughs> okay. So for those <laughs> who are listening, especially if you are in the Virginia area, hook up with Chris right away. Uh, he, you know, like, again, like I said, he's the man, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Thank you. you know, and, you know, again, you know, I can't stress it enough, you know, um, you know, cause like I've, I've been in these situations, you know, and uh, now that I, you know, I'm, you know, and I got some more education here today, you know, thank you, Chris. My pleasure. You Believe know, me. Thank you for having me, man. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I'm the type of guy I will call a lawyer at, at three in the morning. <laughs> 
I'm here. My clients have my text number. We, they, they have, they get my cell phone yeah, number so, and they send me the text and I, yeah. I've gotten early morning and late night calls and it's made all the right. difference sometimes. Yeah. So, so we appreciate you guys so much uh, us lawyers, you know, so they, they need to have a, a, a day just to celebrate lawyers, good lawyers, the, <laughs> good you. ones, the good ones. <laughs> okay. There are a few of us out there. Thank yeah. you. So, uh, so we, those who are listening uh, and watching, make sure you uh, take time out too to take, uh, check out all the plugs. You'll find those in the description uh, of this playback here. And uh, don't forget to share it out to as many people as you know. Uh, so we don't want to be stingy uh, with the, the wealth that we get in here. You know, so all of this good wealth you're getting, make sure you share, share, share. Uh, can't stress that enough. So until next time, I'm your host, Marcus Hart. Many blessings, peace, and lots of love. Hey, hope you enjoyed that one. Make sure you please, once again, like and subscribe to the Transform You Live show. It's also available by going over to TransformYouPodcast.com. That's TransformTheLetterYouPodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram at TransformTheLetterYouLive show. And on Twitter, you can find the network at TransformYouLive. That's TransformYouLive. If you are interested, interested at all at being a guest, head over to TransformYouBroadcast.com. That's TransformTheLetterYouLive broadcast.com we are out of here baby mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino this year i was only playing for fun so winning this was a dream come true chumba casino is america's number one social casino experience it's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from you too could win life-changing amounts of cash be like mary log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner